Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. Cheryl has an awesome question. Cheryl says, I need more self-control. Have you ever felt like you need more self-control? In fact, that could feel like the magic pill that would solve all of our struggles if we just had more self-control. And Cheryl says, I need it, it's a fruit of the spirit, but I have none when it comes to food. She says she can fast before a medical test, but she has no self-control when it comes to following a healthy food plan. And girl, we've all been there. And I love that you're affirming that it is a fruit of the spirit. <laughs> God's spirit is self-control, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, God. He is self-control. And fruit is a gift from God. If we think about the analogy of the vine and the branches or even just general gardening information that we know about how a plant grows, we can't make fruit grow. We can't will it to happen. In fact, we could dig up the ground and really stymie the process. We can keep the process from happening. Or we can plant the seed, we can water it, like this is such, so many spiritual applications, right? We can water it, we can get the sunshine, we can get the nutrition there, but the seed is going to grow on its own. And that is where we step out in faith when it comes to self-control. God, we just confess, I have no self-control, but thank you, Holy Spirit, that you reside within me. Can you teach me how to walk in that fruit? And he will. He will. But the problem is, is that we equate self-control with kind of this ironclad ability of willpower, which is so much different than God's goal for us. God cares about the state of our heart. And he's not looking for you to be able to will your way past the food temptation because you should. Like that's kind of a legalism. That's what People were doing back in the Old Testament, the Pharisees on the outside, they were doing great things. In fact, it reminds me of the days when I used to push around my healthy cart at the grocery store. Oh, I'm eating so healthy. But inside my body, inside my mind, I was obsessed with food. My heart was in the wrong place. And so just being able to will yourself to fast before a medical test or even to follow that healthy food plan, it is not God's goal for you. His goal is for us to be so full and satisfied in him, to be so connected to him and his desire for our lives, to be filled with love for him, for our neighbor and for ourselves, that food, it's just one really great part of our lives. And so Cheryl, my encouragement to you is to put your focus on fixing the thing that God would fix. It's not about whether you follow a food plan or not, it's about being so satisfied in Jesus that it's easy to make better food choices because we're not longing for things outside of our real needs. Now that is the kind of transformation that doesn't happen overnight. It happens by 
really digging into God's word, finding out who you are in Jesus, finding out what he has given you through his sacrifice, what he says about you, how you are firm in Christ, how you are the apple of his eye, how he sings over you, and letting those outside worldly measures of what's okay and what's important start to just fall away and finding that stability and that peace in him. And then, we're getting really practical here, then to set realistic expectations. When you say healthy food plan, you may be doing something realistic, like making small sustainable changes that we talk about here, but to me, it feels really restrictive when I just even hear like plan. Like I remember getting to the back of a diet book or printing something off of Pinterest that was like, I eat this amount at this time and I follow this and I do that and I don't do this. And girl, that causes me to be itchy. I don't wanna do it. When we're growing in the fruit of the spirit, we want to take small, sustainable steps forward. And this looks like taking an honest assessment of where you are today, like honest assessment. <laughs> Am I regularly overeating? Could I have some improvements in various areas? Not a to-do list just gentle observations of areas that we could grow. And then an honest assessment of where we would like to end up, not where a magazine says we should end up, not where you know a particular fitness model or influencer says we should end up, no, where God wants us to be. And we start to take one small sustainable step in that direction. And the beauty of doing these smaller habits is that, well, A, we can actually do them, and then we can grow in confidence in our ability to change, and B, they become a part of our lives so that we don't have to think about doing them anymore. And you take one little step forward, maybe you're eating more veggies, maybe you're moving more, maybe you're cutting down on your portion sizes, and you let that become your new normal, and then you add on something else. And you follow that pattern until you reach where you really feel contented and comfortable in what God has called you to do. I just wanna to affirm to you that you are not alone in this struggle. The fact that you struggle, it doesn't mean that you are a failure. It doesn't mean that you're not living a Christian life. The Christian life is a struggle, and that's because we're not settling into the ways of the world. And I don't mean that in any negative connotation. I think you know what I'm saying. It's not easy street. In fact, we need to wrestle and work out our salvation with fear and trembling because it's really meaningful. And I believe that you believe that also. Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, it changes everything. Oh, and P.S. Are you exhausted from fighting binge eating? Whew. I know how it can just drain you to always be stuck in the middle of a food fight. And the fastest way to get exhausted is to fight the battle on your own. And the truth is a binge, well, it never happens in a peaceful environment. So rather than fighting the darkness, turn on the light. That's why I wanna share with you my binge proof action planner, which is gonna help you put feet to your faith and creating a purposeful, peace-filled plan to overcome binge eating. Download it with the link in the show notes. Oh, just one more thing. If you have a moment, could you please, pretty please, with a sprinkle on top, go and leave us a podcast rate and review? 
When you do that, it's like sprinkling a special podcast fairy dust on the grace-filled Food Freedom Podcast. It lets Apple and all the other podcast apps know that this is a very helpful, very relevant podcast, and it will show it to lots more women just like you, women who need hope and need food freedom. Do you mind? Awesome. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six month deep dive, start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.